To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Kevin Milne is with us this morning. Kia ora, Kevin. G'day, Jack. And Alex Honnold. I'm interested. I've stood at the base of that. I don't know whether you have at Yosemite and looked up at El Capitan. You, you get air sickness just uh, imagining somebody trying to cross that it's, without rope. I mean, it's thing, unbelievable. I, it's, I, I actually think everyone listening this morning should take two minutes, if they can, go on to Google and Google yes. El Capitan Yosemite National Park or free yes. solo, just so that they can they can get an image of the wall he climbed. Because yes. it's... When you when you learn that a human being climbed that without ropes and without a harness and you know without any safety precautions whatsoever, you assume that there must be lots of nice little handholds and things for him to climb it. It's basically just climbing a sheer granite cliff. Like he has these tiny little gaps that are only a couple of you know, millimeters wide, with into which he's stuffing his fingers and trying to trying to get a grip with his greasy palms as he climbs that wall. It you know, it, it was really a um. You know, it was a sublime achievement in the true sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd be interested to hear why he does it, really. Um, you know, why doesn't play cricket, for example? Yeah. Um, which would be uh, well-paid and... Uh, <laughs> And and by and large, safer. Well, I think it's I think it's it's something akin to meditation. You know, I think yeah, yeah that yeah. that's the that's the way I've had it described to me from people who enjoy taking risks and climbing mm. things like that. You know, it's something akin mm. to meditation. You you can't really describe the desire except to say that is that it is the pursuit of the of the sublime. But yeah. Kevin, um, yeah. you've received an interesting message this week. Yeah, well, Ukraine's reading the news I hear again this morning. And when I went to Ukraine with Intrepid Journeys in 2009, one of our Ukrainian hosts was a guy called I, uh, Igor Lafour. He hadn't been, uh, he, I, I would imagine, probably he was a, a, about his mid-40s at the time. He's an utterly charming, charismatic, good-looking, social character. You know, he loves a glass of wine and what have you. He speaks pretty good English. And in the video that was actually replayed on Maori television last night, we see Igor at the Christmas dinner table saying to me, you are my guest today. The history of my people is working towards independence. Everyone around this table has lost someone, grandfather, uncle, who died fighting for Ukraine for independence. Mm. I, I don't think even Igor would have predicted that the biggest fight was just a decade or so away, Jack. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly things have changed for people in Ukraine. You know, even oh. even in November or December last year, many people in Kiev would never have expected that this year they would be fighting for their country. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we stood and toasted the future of uh, Ukraine that night. Then Igor's little girl, Mata, She'd have only been about 13, played a beautiful piece of classical music on the piano, and we all clapped and laughed. Marta's well into her 20s now. Uh, we're still in touch. She's moved to Poland, and last week she sent me this message. Dad was fighting in the National Guard near Kiev and was wounded on the 13th of March. He had six surgeries and is still in hospital in Kiev. Dad is now 56 years old. He's really brave, and I'm really proud of him. It's hard to imagine we could have lost him. 
If everything is okay, he'll be transferred to the west of Ukraine in two to three weeks. On the night he was wounded, two of his friends were murdered. It's really awful. It's a miracle he's alive. He lost a lot of blood. He won't be fighting anymore because of his health, but I know we can support his friends with whom he was fighting. Mm-hmm. Martyr ended. It's a terrible situation in Ukraine. It's, it's not just a normal war because Russians are raping people, killing civilians and children. Where I live in Poland, around 40 children were transferred here. The oldest one is only 14 years old. Parents were killed. It's hard to even imagine such a situation. Man, that brought the Ukraine war right home to me, Jack. Yeah. I just, I mean, that's, that's, it's, that's really startling, isn't it? And at 56, yes. I mean, you know, you, we often think of war and, you know, and, and of soldiers as being, you know, men in their late teens, 20s, maybe 30s, but at, at 56 to still be fighting oh. and to, to have been injured and to have lost friends like that. It's just, I mean, yes. that's, you know, just one degree of separation, Kevin. It is, that's right. Martyrs set up a website in Poland we could donate to, but when I tried to send yeah. money, BNZ Visa blocked my account, oh. saying that they were concerned the site might not be secure. They've unblocked it again now, but I think instead I'll donate to Ukraine through one of the more established sites on something like Give a Little. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, I urge listeners to do the same. As Martyrs said, said to me in that message, even $2 helps to buy dressings for the badly injured like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a really good message, I think. You know, through the Red Cross, or I know there are lots of other charities that are looking to support the Ukrainian humanitarian effort at the moment. Gee, Kevin, yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. Even when you were telling us a couple of weeks ago about, you know, about your memories of Ukraine, I, you know, I, I guess n- not many of us would have expected that someone you knew would be caught up in the fighting like that. Yeah, somebody yeah. who you last were sitting around a table having a hell of a lot of fun with, Somebody who's now fifty six yeah. and fighting with the with the National Guard. It's it, yeah. It's it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Awful. It's amazing how quickly life changes. Hey, sp- speaking yeah. of your experience in Ukraine, I'm sure you know you know this, but you know they're replaying Intrepid Journeys, eh? Yes, yeah, and that was um, and they're, they're replaying it on Maori television. Yeah, and they're starting and, with your uh, episode. And they started with my episode yeah. for obvious reasons, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I looked really at good. that again. It was quite funny to see it in a, in a way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although kind of sad too. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so oh well. Mm. Well, thanks for sharing your story with us. And please do keep us updated with Igor over the coming weeks. It would be good to hear once he's out of hospital and can make his way to the western part of Ukraine.